When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Uh, I wish that the the listeners could could hear how impassioned um, our minute and 53 seconds that we recorded and then we accidentally stopped recording was. But we're going to try to try to capture that glory. But we got three and a half days, Ryan. We had three and a half days to be in a bliss an afterglow, just like <sighs> la, la, la. Saints won. Not only did they win, it was like a blowout, and they didn't they didn't allow the Raiders to score a point. But we was we was good. Like and leaving the Superdome on Sunday with us, the whole crew. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I I can't speak for everybody. Like, I didn't leave the Superdome thinking, man, we about to go on a run. Like, we about to make the playoffs. Like, we're about to be, we about to make some noise. I was just happy to be with my hashtag Sings Twitter family, Sings Twitter podcast family. You know, our community. We had a great time together. New Orleans was amazing as per usual. The city was beautiful. The people were glowing after leaving the super. Like, just, just felt good. And we got three and a half days of that bliss. That's mm. it. No, no more, no less. Because you know what? Thanks, knock on the door. Because you know oh. we we can't be left alone with these niggas, right? They get <laughs> on my nerves, bro. <laughs> so what happens today? I'm at work. Bro, I have seen 12 kids in three days. <laughs> Think Ooh. about that. I have seen 12 kids in three days. So I'm grinding away, just, just going, bro, just going. Get an alert. Boom. I don't know if Underhill reported it first, whoever. Someone reported it. Mike Thomas is going on IR. He's going he's, he's gonna to miss the rest of the season. He's going to get surgery on his toe. <clears throat> and at this point, I... I'm flummoxed, bruh. I'm flummoxed because if you mean it's it's not hard to find. If you just go back to October 28th, which was last week, Dennis Allen and oppressor said that he was close. He'd be back soon. What? 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 How does that? How does that change so drastically? Right. In a span of nine thirty. That's five days. Not even. Not even a week. And here is where I really want us to take time and talk about this. Yes, this is the Ravens game, Ravens game preview. 
Yes, we're going to talk about it. Yes, we're going to preview the game. It's a big game Monday Night Football. But I honestly feel like this story is a bigger issue with the team because it kind of pairs together with some of the things we've heard throughout the season, some of the things we've seen throughout the season. And it's, to me, it's big in the sense of there's a lot of people when this news came out, they're going to get on Mike Thomas, right? They're going to yeah. drag his name through the mud. Perfect example is fucking Phil Yates. Phil Yates, ESPN, he put a tweet out, oh, since Michael Thomas signed his contract, he's missed like 40 games. But you're not putting the fucking context of why he's missing games, right? Right, so, exactly. Our, one thing that we've always been adamant about in this podcast is that we're going to keep shit real, we're going to keep shit honest, and you're going to get the full fucking picture that you're not going to hear from any other any other Saints podcast, any other, like, I don't care who your team is. We gonna keep shit real. So I was annoyed that his name was getting dragged through the mud, and I, I really need someone in the Saints media to fucking ask ask these motherfuckers what's going on because this shit don't make no sense, man. Like right. I've been talking about it, and it's making me upset, not as like a fan, but just on a human level. Like right. you are a billion dollar fucking corporation. You're telling me. That in a span of I, I had to I would have to look up when the Devon Bro injury snack food happened. But so that had to be what? That had to be 2016? Maybe 15? Yeah, 15, 16, yeah. Because AK was on the team at that point. So not even in a span of a decade, you've had two <sighs> different medical staffs from the same hospital. And yet, this shit is still happening? Like, I, I asked my girls, like, did, do we got David Chow, former Chargers doctor on the fucking stand, bro? Uh, got, his medical license got revoked. Like, how is this happening? So now we got... So what I want to do on this podcast, to start this podcast off, is I want to go through a timeline, Right. Let's go back to 2015, 2016 training camp, whichever one it was. Don't know if it was off the top of my head. So let's go with the previous medical staff from, Os- from Osnar, who, who was the previous medical staff, right? Yeah. Delvin Bro. Friend of the show. Guest of the show. Been on the show. Came on. Not, I mean, he just didn't tell this to us. He t- told this to multiple people that he talked to. He, he, and, you know, he was just very passionate about it as he should be right but during that training camp his his leg his thigh didn't feel off he's like oh man like uh, it doesn't feel right goes and gets checked out by the saints medical staff they basically was like oh yeah it's a little, little thigh bruise little bum bruise like you're okay like you know nothing serious and he's like all right cool like that's that's what the doctors told me like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna take their word for it right yeah you know goes out keeps practicing doing training camp blah blah his body's telling him, man, like this, this, this is like, this is, I'm off, man. Like, and as I've gotten older as an adult, I have become more in tune with my body. Like I am, like I could, soon as I feel like I'm getting like the hint of sick, I can feel it. Right. Oh yeah. No question. So 
and, I, and I'm sure as a professional athlete, you're even more in tune with your body than just just us, like because that's right. your livelihood, right? So, still feels off. Goes back, gets assessed by the Saints medical staff. Same shit. Bone bruise, thigh bruise. You're good to go. Well, at this point, Devin Bro didn't really want to practice because he was in pain. Right. As 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 James would say, pain everywhere. To the point where he's not practicing. And Sean Payton is basically, essentially, in the media, calling this man a pussy, right? Yeah. Like, can I can I say that? I, yeah, I just said it. He's calling out. He's questioning his toughness and his manhood because, again, and I don't want to absolve Sean of this completely, but he's kind of only going by the information that he was given by the doctors. He was told that he only had a bone bruise, but he would he didn't want to practice. The point it boiled over that. I don't more, I don't know if you if you remember this, but like his name, Devin Bro's name was in trade talks. Yeah, I remember. Cause Sean Payton was just so pissed because he wouldn't practice because he thought the injury wasn't that serious. Come the fucking find out when Delvin Bro gets his go, Devin Bro goes outside of the Saints organization and gets a second opinion. He said on our podcast, the doctor looked at the x-ray and immediately was like. Man, you got a broken fibula. <laughs> right. Shit is fractured. What? Shit is like in pieces, like, you know what I'm saying? What? And so this comes out, whole big thing. They are like, oh, well, you know, this big thing. And this at this point, what are we talking about? We're talking about medical neglect. We're talking about medical malpractice, right? right. Comes out, Saints basically. Get rid of the doctors that they had at the time. Bring in new doctors from the same medical facility in in in, in Louisiana, but they changed but they changed the doctors out, right? Yeah. I remember we thought we were okay. Let me let, let's, let's, around the same time all this shit happened. We traded for a long snapper from the Eagles. Yeah. Come find out, this man had a fucking hole in his heart, <laughs> and it's. <laughs> And if he would have did some long snapping, or maybe he he could have died on the field. So died I on the field. Your, I remember your tweet because he got the physical. He didn't pass it, so the trade got rescinded. And you tweeted, "Got some new doctors, bitch. Not not on our watch." <laughs> you remember that? I remember, bro. So we think we think, well, shit. Well, we got new doctors in place. Like shit, we gonna be all right. <sighs> Let's fast forward to 2020. Week one against Tampa Bay. Mike Thomas shouldn't have been in the game. Different conversation for a different day. Angle gets rolled up. We all know the story. He gets looked at by the Saints doctors and essentially is told that, yeah, like you have an ankle sprain, but it's like, it's not that bad. Um, Like, you know, give it a little rest, but you can, you know, you can come back later in the season and, you know, and play and, I think a a, a, a very underrated storyline about that about that whole scenario and situation, and we were guilty of it because because at the time we were only going off the information we knew. Right. Was the external and internal pressure that the team put on Mike Thomas to come back earlier from that injury because it was Drew Brees' last season, this, yep. this last ride, let's go win one for Drew, like let's 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 do it, blah blah. So, as we talked about on this podcast, Mike, Mike Thomas is a fucking psychopath, man. Like, mm-hmm. he 
loves football. It's his passion. So he came back because what the doctor said wasn't that bad. Like you come back after rest, comes back, plays. Guess what fucking happens? Makes the injury fucking worse. So then the whole thing about like, oh, like he needed surgery. He didn't need surgery. And so this whole thing where we were kind of bashing Michael Thomas that he wasn't taking the same, like he wasn't taking their phone calls and he needed yeah. to get the surgery done, but he delayed it in context. It's all in that. I mean, it makes perfectly perfect sense because he was being told that he needed surgeries from the saints doctors when these were the same. So keep in mind, this is a different, different doctors in the whole Devin bro situation. Right. Why why would I trust you tell me that I need a surgery when y'all told me that my, my injury wasn't that bad to begin with? So then you start having mistrust within player and medical staff, which is a horrible situation to be in when you're when you're mm. a professional team. So whole thing happens. We all know the story. He wasn't taking the Saints phone calls, blah, blah, blah. He misses the 2021 season. He gets one ankle surgery. Didn't heal the way it was supposed to. Had to get a second ankle surgery. Boom. Puts in the work. Rehab. Was out there week one. Went off second half week one. Looked like the old Michael Thomas. We was all hype. He was foaming at the mouth. We was like, oh shit, he's back. League's in trouble. Yeah. Panthers game. Gets injured again. And this were and this is now we kind of get bringing it back to the present day. He gets injured against the Panthers. I didn't see the game because I was flying. I was flying to Europe, but it's, from all accounts, it sounded like it looked like a pretty nasty injury or not a yeah. not a good injury, right? So there's like there was like this vagueness about what it was, right? It's a toe injury, like what it yeah. was, and I. I I don't know if it was ever like reported that it was turf toe, but fuck it, it's our podcast. I fucking say it. Like they felt the team thought it was turf toe because of what the the doctor reported. Yeah, here's where things gets a little crazy. So you think it's turf toe? Cool, and I get it. People are sending me things like, well, you know, technically, like per Google and even even our dude. Um, Frederick in our in our Discord was like, well, technically, like turf toe is like a strained ligament in your toe and like a dislocation. Like they're not too far apart from yeah. you know they they present similar. But to me, the issue is two things: either one or two things happen in Michael Thomas's situation. Either one, he didn't get X-rayed when the injury happened against Carolina. And they tried to guesstimate what the injury was and diagnosed it without an x-ray, which in itself is medical neglect, by the way. Or they x-rayed him. They saw the x-ray. They're like, oh, it's, it's not. It's, no, it's not dislocated. It's just, it's just a sprain. It's just, you know, it's just turf toe. Like, it'll, it'll heal. And they misread the x-ray when he actually had a dislocated toe the entire time. Either way you look at it, the Saints medical staff yet again has dropped the ball with one of their, past, I mean, he's, I can't even really call him a star player anymore because he had to play, but one of their right. past star players. So, in 
2020 and in 2022, because of faulty, incorrect medical information or a, a, a incompetent medical staff, you've essentially have taken away three years from a man's livelihood. And when you do that, it's like, man, and if I'm a player on the Saints, it's like, shit, if they doing Michael Thomas like this and they getting shit wrong about him. Right. Uh, what, what are they doing if I get hurt? I don't understand how this cannot end up in a full house cleaning of, of the medical staff. And got to have a full house cleaning. And I know I'm rambling and I'm going to, I'm going to shut up so you can talk and, and get your input. But also, there's a very – Louisiana and New Orleans business can sometimes be very buddy-buddy. Oh, right? yeah, boy. Well, and I'm going I'm, to talk about it all, right? So when that whole Delvin Bro situation happened, I don't, I don't think Sean wanted to continue to do – uh, their business with Ashnar. Ashnar, yeah. But do you know who Ashnar is really close with? Oh man, like they're like the Saints sponsor. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you look at any Saint sign, there's Ashnar everywhere, everywhere, bro. <laughs> so I mean, so. At that point, it kind of becomes a conflict of interest. And I'm not saying this is what happened, but I'm also not, I'm wise to the game. So I'm not saying that this has happened. Not reporting this. I'm not reporting this. But I can see Oxnard saying after the whole Delvin Bro injury, say, hey, hey, like, no, no, don't, don't, don't drop us as like the sponsor. Like, you know, we are close with, with, with Tom Benson. We're close with Gail. We apologize. How about, we make up for this. How about we, like, the doctors that y'all had on staff, like, we will replace them with new doctors. Yeah. We'll continue to be your sponsor. And everything's all, you know, easy peasy. This is the same medical facility. So it's been two sets of doctors now from the same hospital that's mixed diagnosing players. That's a problem and I don't know if they keep this partnership going with them because it's like you know if y'all you know we, we're friends of the family like maybe we won't charge y'all well, you, I, I don't know I don't know I mean, look, I mean look the Oshner health system in Louisiana is huge like they're like the second largest employee in the state like behind the behind the state government <laughs> like it's a huge Huge medical system. Like, it's not like one hospital. It's like 20, 30 hospitals all over the state. Probably more than that. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's big business, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, as you know, how much blame the organization, Ashner, you know, needs? I, mean, I have no idea how it even, how do they even go about selecting medical staff for a team? Like, does the team hire the medical staff or do they just work with the medical organization and they suggest them stuff? No idea how that should work. All I know is, like, 
you got to look at the outcomes, man. Like these are these are like like we're paying Mike Thomas how much? Like this is a hundred million dollar player. Investment. You got to get this shit right. <laughs> that shit got to be right. And if it ain't right, it got to be at least um like we can't have mistakes like this. You know when this dude could have been on IR four or five about weeks it. ago. Talk about it. On IR four or five weeks ago, had his surgery. A roster spot. Open up a roster spot, all kind of stuff. Instead, you know, this man rehabbing, doing whatever you're doing, whatever you got to do to try to get back. And then, you know, it possibly could have made it worse. You know what I'm saying? Um, So it's just a mess, bro. Like that there. And like I said, the thing I hate the most is, and I'm already seeing it, is he's the one going to catch all the heat. Yep, he's the scapegoat. Scapegoat. He doesn't want to play. Um, he's not taking it seriously, as if he like, like broke his own toe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, he's you know he's he's uh injury prone now, and this and that and other. So you know he's gonna take all the heat, get all the blame. When you know, honestly, one is just bad luck, and two, it's also just medical malfeasance, like just malpractice, bro. Like it's just. Just terrible, man. Terrible. Like, like it goes back to like when doctors take their fucking Hippocratic oath. It, they literally say to do no harm. They're not saying that they're intentionally trying to harm Mike Thomas. But if you are misdiagnosing your patients, and this is this is now the second time in two years that you misdiagnose your patient, like you're putting your patient in in sight of being harm or harming themselves maybe maybe it's because i i watched that dr death miniseries on peacock and i'm not saying it's to that level but like bad doctors or you know incompetent doctors or or doctors that make mistakes and mistakes happen right but at this point it's shown to be a trend right yeah 2015 2016 all right cool not cool but you know i mean 2020 all right 2022 like, if from a business perspective, you are a billion dollar corporation, you should have access to type of the line medical staff, type of the line equipment. It's not like when me and you go to like urgent care or the emergency room and we got to fucking wait in the like we got to wait to for the x ray machine to be open, right? Like, we can't just walk in. And be like, oh, we gonna, I need an x-ray. No, like, no, you got to wait. Like, there's two other people that need to be x-rayed before you. The NFL don't work like that. <laughs> like, right. there's, there's like an x-ray in the facility. Right. So, like, like so I, I, I don't understand. I really don't understand, like, how this is happening. I don't understand how it's not a bigger story. Like, no. how, how the media isn't coming, like, having heat for DA of, like, what the? What the hell? Like, what were you? Because I, you know, what my question would be, what were you told on the twenty? What were you told on the twenty eighth when you spoke to us saying that he was going to return soon? And what changed in five days? Like, I right. need to know what changed in five days. And honestly, DA should be pissed because they got him going out there thinking, "Oh man, Mike Thomas, he right there, he right there, right there." It's, I'm not. I will say that DA is. At blame for not like why why like you said why ha- wasn't hasn't he been on fucking IR sooner like right you could have maybe 
Kraken had Latavius, kept Latavius Murray on the team. Just dumb. Just mismanagement. But just mismanagement. to your point, you know, just like I said earlier with the Devin Booker situation with Sean, like Sean was like an asshole because what was he doing? He was going by the information given to him by the medical staff, right? So when that's the crux and the root of the problem, like you have to fix that problem. And if you don't, it it, it can create a mistrust with the players and I their mean, medical status. I mean, if I'm, you know, if I'm Lattimore, I'm like, are you talking about internal organs went up with him? What? Man, I'm going to fly to wherever to see the best specialists in the country to see what's really going on. Just to make you sure. Joke, you joked about it and said, on Twitter said that man might need a, a kidney transplant. Oh, we not know. We might not know. So you know, talking about a kidney bruise or something. <laughs> like, I ain't never even heard of that. Like, <laughs> you bruise a kidney. <laughs> man. Man, I might be sitting there dying, bro. Like, <laughs> just wasting away, bro. It's just, I, I don't want to harp on it too much, but I just, I think it kind of does show just how a discombobulated mess things are like in the front office and in like from the top down. I really feel that people don't want to believe that, bro. People do not want to believe that, bro. We really want to believe that. I knew as soon as soon as they won on Sunday, I knew it, Ryan. Because what does what does winning do? Winning cures all fucking ills. But you know what doesn't fucking cure an ill? When the doctors misdiagnose that shit, like you can't cure that. I mean, speaking of this this organization in the front office. Trade deadline pass. I actually thought about I actually thought about me and you recording a Patreon only like reactions to all the trades that happened. Just put it on Patreon, but I was tired of shit. But yeah, can we talk about? Oh, so uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say too much. But Adam Schefter a week ago, week was the last week. I think it was last week. Casually brought up Marcus Davenport <clears throat> Davenport's name and. In, in trade talks, right? On Pat McAfee show. There, there, there were legit offers for Marcus Davenport, right? I, I, you know, kind of reading the TV leads, kind of here talking, talking to, you know, talking to our buddy Greg. Yeah, maybe like the Rams. Like it, it was out there, right? It was out there. Yeah. Maybe they get a day two pick. Whereas that's a second, uh, maybe doubtful, but maybe a third. Oh, oh shit. Okay. A third for Davenport at, at this point? When you already don't got draft capital? You got to think about that. Like, yeah, that, no that, question. Especially because if you're not, if they're not going to sign him, and he's just going to walk. And more than likely, you're not, they're not going to get a comp pick because knowing them, they're going to sign someone in free agency. Mm-hmm. It works out and it's going to negate them getting a comp pick. So you don't have a first this year. You don't have a second next year. Like you're like, man, we could get a maybe a third for Davenport. Maybe maybe like a third and like ne- next year's fourth, something, right? Like I knew as soon as they won on Sunday, I was like, they they not trading. I they not trading nope. nobody. No, nope. you know why they trade nobody? Because they and I'm not trying to take away anything from the game. I was there. It was great. It was beautiful. I, I I would relive it 
time and time again, but that game I, like just mystified them like shit. We three and five. We we just had we just have had a string of bad luck with injuries. Like we can contend. Like <laughs> I feel like you know Jamie Fox when he was talking about fucking uh, f- uh fucking LL Cool J on any given Sunday. see themselves as the playoff team ryan i don't want to i don't want i don't want to deflate the wheels on david's bus and if you you only get that inside joke or it's not inside joke we only get that if you're if you're in the discord but davis david hashtag uh ty ty hartley he's driving this bus this it's the bus of optimism right like we go we we can we can make a push we can get some wins together. We're gonna to get in the playoffs. Like you know, it's not that bad. Like we on our way. Just look. Just got. Just gotta keep going, right? Just, and, and people, people jump on the bus, man. And on after the game on Sunday, that bus was getting full in our Discord. People were just like, "Yeah, yeah." Like I'm on the bus. Here's the bus pass. Boom, boom, swipe bus. Man, I lost. I left on Sunday and was like, "That was great." <laughs> Don't take it for what it, what it is, but <laughs> don't trust these niggas at all. At all, bro. Not one iota. And so, going back to the whole team being dysfunctional and front office being dysfunctional, I don't understand that if you potentially had an offer where you could get a day two draft pick for a player that hasn't been playing well this season. Let's keep it real. Has not been playing well this season. Has had a few splash plays, but I could probably count them on one on one hand how many splash plays he's had. Had them been playing well this season. Came into the season out of shape because he didn't work out. Was playing and probably still to a degree is playing himself into shape. Um, he's gonna probably want a pretty decent contract when the season ends. Like, you're telling me that you really said, no, like, we're, we're good. We, we want to hold on to our player um, because we can contend. That, that to me, is absolutely disillusioned. Uh, uh, just, just, it makes no sense. But we knew that was going to happen. We knew that we was going to happen. We did, bro. We did. <laughs> so it's just, it's just one of those things where, you know, I mean, they're looking at – they are purely, you know, hyper focused on this season, bro. Um, looking at the way the NFC is, especially the NFC South, they feel like they're right in the mix. Like they're not even worried about how it started. You know, they're looking at it like, look, we was we're a bad luck team. We've been banged up. You know, things didn't start how we wanted, but look, we're right here in the mix. You know, let's go. <laughs> Let's go, baby. We right here. Like, that's how they're looking at it. Whereas, you know, us, we kind of looking at it like a big picture. Like, man, there's some fundamental issues, you know, underlying with this team that got to be fixed. And it don't matter what happened really this season, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, these are some issues that really need to be fixed for the long term. They're not looking at it like that. Like, they're, they're not looking at it like that at all. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, uh, so I mean, we shall see, bro. I'll, can this team make the playoffs in the NFC South? Yes, I, I, I believe they can. Can they and will they are two completely different questions. Um, they got speak, speaking of which, we you know we we went on uh, you know kind of a side tangent, but kind of get into the Monday Night Football game. You're they're playing the Ravens in the Superdome. Not going to have Rashawn ba- uh, Rashad Bateman. Probably more likely might not have Mark Andrews. We'll see. I don't know, man. I, th- I legit think he might not play. Yeah, I don't think so I, either. But yeah, to to your point, we'll see because we know we know how injured players get before they <laughs> play the Saints. <laughs> this is a game, and I. And I get it. We, we can talk about the Ravens' defense and how they fucking formed their defense like Voltron before playing the Saints. Like, oh, let's let's trade yeah. for Roquan Smith. Oh, uh, our draft pick that we that we drafted in the fucking second round because he fucking tore his ACL or Achilles or whatever training in, in for the pro day. Oh, he he he's activated now. He like sit down. Like stop. <laughs> Why can't we? Why can't Saints have things like that work out for? Like, why can't Saints have things like that? Bro, I saw that outer strip tweet a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Fucking, of course, of course." But <laughs> getting back to the the defense versus the Ravens offense, no Mark Andrews, potentially no Rashad Bateman. I don't know. I don't know defensively how DA wants to try to contain Lamar. I really don't. History has shown that what what they tried against Jalen Hurts two years in a row does not fucking work. Just doesn't work. And we're it's been like a discussion in the Discord. Like, you know, how would you stop? How would you stop Lamar? And I and I was like, man, dude. Do you just try to like roll like the the Dolphins game plan from like Thursday night football last year and just be like cover zero, just bringing pressure and just saying beat up. Like I I don't know if the answer, I don't know if the answer is. And and I don't know if the Saints have the horses to even pull that off that type of game plan anymore, right? But it's it's going to be a challenge, but the Ravens offense 
is going to be somewhat limited, it at least levels the playing field. Because we saw the defense in person. They looked good, you know, and against the offense that was humming, right, was humming. So we oh, can't yeah. even say, like, it, it was impressive. That ha- like that has to continue against the Ravens' off- offense. It's a must. No question. And, you know, I mean, the key is Lamar. Like, you have to keep him bottled up. You're going to understand he's going to get some yards with his feet. Um, he's going to make some people look stupid. Um, but you got to just bottle them up, man. And really, the best defense for him is your offense. Like you got to be able to put up points and, you know, not not let them just play ahead, man. Don't let them play with a lead and just keep going. Like, you got to be able to get some points on them to kind of force him to, you know, get into those Pass, you know, throwing situations where he wants to read the field and stuff like that. And, you know, because they just, I don't really think they got the weapons to do it, bro. So it's really going to be incumbent on our offense to play well against this Ravens defense, which is, you know, kind of similar to Saints where they've been underwhelming, but they're starting to get better. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, you know, look, they could bring it, Brian. Look, Andy Dalton, he's been fine so far. But you don't want him in a situation where, you know, he's getting cooked up because they got some ball hawks on their side. Oh, yes. And, oh, yes. you know, it, it could get ugly quick, you know, where oh. one of the things where he's throwing picks, they force fumbles, and all that stuff. Then, you know, it's just one of them Monday night games you just want to turn off, bro. You just want to turn the TV off. And we don't need that, man. Like, we need the Saints offense to do like they've been doing, bro. Play smart. Take care of the ball. Stick with Alvin Kamara. Um, stick with Taysom. You know, don't ask Andy Dalton to do too much. And no, honestly, don't do it. We, yeah, and honestly, honestly, if you do that, that'll help your defense so much against Lamar. Yeah, oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they may get a boost by by Jarvis maybe playing on Monday. Maybe. We'll see. Um. Also, kind of speaking, going back to Jarvis real quick, this man also hurt himself against the Panthers and probably shouldn't have been playing against the Vikings, but the Saints played him anyway. He made the injury. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's an issue. It's an issue, right? It's an issue, bro. It, 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 it's, it's not good. It's not good. Um. So, yeah. So, just going over the the Ravens injury report Mike or Mark Andrews didn't practice he's the DMP uh Rashawn Bateman DMP and then Gus Edwards Gus Edwards their kind of pseudo starting running back uh with a DMP for for a hamstring injury um so you're you're getting the Ravens kind of banged up like you if you're the Saints and if you want to I don't say make me and Ryan believers, but if you just want to be like, if you want to put yourself in the conversation, like, yeah, like, yeah, maybe they can fucking make the playoffs. Or at least win the NFC South, like the, they have to win a game like this. Like it's Show a must. Me something. Show me something. Yep. It's a must. Show me, you know, it's not up to me to believe you show me like, okay, you show something against the Raiders. Fine. Nice. You know, you get your flowers for that. 
But now stack something up. Stack a win, bro. Give me, give me two wins in a row. Give me three wins in a row. But let's start with just two. Give me yeah. another win against a solid team that you can beat. Um, and show me. Show me what you could do. You know. I'm not saying I start believing after that, but it'll it'll, you know, it'll help make a case. You know what I'm saying? It well, I should believe. You know. Um I know I've been bashing on them quite a bit this episode, but I, I'll, I'll say one thing. I, w- I want to give go and give some some credit to the team in some type of way. Could you imagine this fucking team if they hadn't drafted Chris Olave, bro? Oh man! Well, you know, like we talked about it all offseason, bro. They need to they needed to, to look at this offseason as if Michael Thomas doesn't exist. Talked about it, man. Like, like if you know, if he comes back, fine. But just don't even act like he's there, you know. And they, for the most part, did that. They went and got Chris Olave. They signed, you know, Jarvis Landry, which you know looked like a great signing. But you know, just unfortunate, man. Like week one, we looked great. Then he got hurt. You know, it's like just unfortunate. Um, even keeping dudes like Traquan. I know we clown on Traquan. He don't do much. But it's like, you know, keeping dudes like him have become useful, bro. You know, uh, um, Callaway, we needed all of them, bro. We needed everybody just because everybody been hurt, you know? Yep. So, and look, man, Chris Olave, I mean, the dude legit. Like, the dude. Wide receiver one. He's a YR1, bro. Like, isn't that like, crazy to say? Because even even me being me and you being like his biggest fans, like and we loved him as a prospect. Yeah, we I, I think we both solidly was like, like he's like a high level wide receiver too, which is not right. like that's not a slight, right? right. Like, slight, was, he not, was gonna have a role, you know, right? But for him to since you kind of come in and I mean, and kind of being thrust into it, honestly, but come in and kind of take the reins of wide receiver. One, you know, because of injury and all, but not just injury, just his play. Like, and he's just been like quarterback proof too. It's just like, yes, no matter who was in there, bro. Like he just he has been. He's just been like where he needs to be, uh, whether it's short, intermediate, or long. You know, and um, and it's so it's so funny too because there are times in that Ravens game, sorry, not the Ravens, the the Raiders game. You know, I don't. I don't know if it's just I've just watched so much football, but being at the game and sitting where we are sitting, you it's it kind of speaking of like not the all twenty two, but it kind of gives you like the all twenty two vert. And so there were snaps where I could tell that he was single covered, one on one man coverage, yeah. and the safety wasn't wasn't cheating over to that side to help. And I I pointed out to Joey, and I was like, hey, he you know Alave is he he's single covered. And I said, they, I said, and it was, I think it was like a third, it was a third down play. And I was like, I think they, they should, they should go to Glover right now. He, he's single cover, like right before the snap. Boom, snaps the ball. He puts a route on the corner or in the corner so bad that the corner like held him and it was defensive pass interference. Like mm. he is so good. And he, it was just crazy because he's just a rookie. So he's only going to get better. Right. Um, just they hit it out the park with him uh, as a as a draft pick. Um, we haven't heard anything from Trevor Penning yet. Um, don't know when we'll see him. 
but I think this, you know, getting back to the, the Ravens game, like this, and you were kind of speaking about the offense, the offensive line has played much better these last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. But this game, right, uh, and they played well against the, Ra- the Raiders too, man. Like, Ramtrek kind of mm-hmm. like completely blanketing Max Crosby was like, that's like, oh, shit, like, that's that's the old Ram. That's, that's, yeah. that's yeah. Ramtrek, bro. But they got their work cut off for them in terms of the amount of pa- pass rushers that the Ravens can throw out them, but also just, you know, just it's just the Ravens, bro. It's like the exotic look. So, like, where yeah. where is the rusher going to be coming from? Who we got to pick up? And these are these are the type of games where like it just really challenges your offensive line of just communication, being on the same yeah, page, exactly. knowing like if they're going to stunt or whatever. Like, oh, okay, we need to pass that off. And these like games like this against defensive lines like this and defenses like this that those exotic blitzes like your offensive line gotta be fucking ready for what what's in store on point yeah no, that's a great point bro like communication has to be top notch they gotta be ready for everything that they bring man cause uh they're gonna show some shit to Dalton you know and he's gotta be ready to you gotta be able to see it you know we we struggled early in this in the season you know identifying blitzes oh my god it was awful like that. it was oh, awful it was, it was terrible man so the Ravens gonna test that shit <laughs> as, as they should, as they absolutely yeah. should. Um, I just, I, I, I think too, like you kind of hit it earlier, man. Like all we, we were saying it all game during the Raiders game. Forty-one seven, sprinkle some, sprinkle some, some twelve in, bro. Like that's that's the game plan. Yeah, yeah. that's the game plan. Also, something that I think is super underrated potentially about this game. We'll see if he plays, but it looks like Adam Troutman uh, it was a limited practice today. If he's back and he plays on Monday night, I think him being back is very important in the sense of not anything he does in the passing game, but his rookie season, he showed to be a great blocker, terribly regressed his second year last season. But now it seems like he's kind of gotten not maybe back to how he was in the rookie season, but at least close to or not not as bad as he was last year. So he's been very helpful in pass blocking, run blocking, if he stays in you know, as an extra blocker on pass passing route. Having him back if he does play would be such a huge boost to help with their protection against the Ravens defense and their defensive line. No question. No question. Need big fish. Um, if I if I'm the Saints, and I know I know the Ravens went out, they got Roquan Smith and everything, but if I'm Pete Carmichael, I I don't know, how, you know, for, formationally, how, however you got to scheme it up, I'm taking AK, and I'm lining, and I'm having him run choice routes, hope and singling somehow singling him up where he's running choice routes against Patrick Queen. And I'm and I'm just running that shit until they can stop it, bro. Just man, running. I need I need Pete to go watch uh, 49ers. Uh-oh. Go look at what they're doing with CMC, bro. CMC Uh-oh. ain't been there ain't been there but two weeks. Two weeks, bro. Two weeks, bro. Like get 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 get, 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 get 
some shit going with 41, bro. Like, how many times? Like, you got to run the ball with him. I understand that. Like, but how many times we going to run these missionary Uh-oh. missionary runs, you know, for him to get 3.2 yards or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, man. Like, get this dude cooking, bro. Get him cooking. You know? Like, get him in the red zone. In the red zone, he's like, he should be in every snap. In the, in the, in every the, in the, fucking snap. Every snap. Like, I don't know why he's not on the field in the red zone. Every step, like there should be no question about it. Even if he's not getting the ball, he should be there. Yes, you know. So just the threat of of him getting the ball, yeah, is, is sometimes can open it up. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I need them. I need them. Not saying they need to get it. It more involved, but you know, he needs to be. Like, it starts with him to me, bro. Like, which is which is a big reason why I think, you know, Andy Dalton. It was smart to start him because. Like he gets AK the ball, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just—it might sound stupid, but it just makes 100 percent sense. That, like, that's what Greg. Wrote, that's what Greg Rosenthal tweeted on Sunday, bro. Like, just get the ball to your best player, bro. It's not hard. I mean, I guess with Jameis, it was it was harder. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, but, but yeah, man. Um, do you, do you think they? Beat the Ravens on Monday Night Football. Man, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, bro. I don't know. If, I don't know if they got it yet, bro. I don't, I don't know if they I, got it yet. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think they got it. I mean, I, I, I'm going no too. Um, would love to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, would love to be. Would love. I mean, we we gonna be chopping it up on the on. The live stream Monday night football anyway, right? We good to go. We Gucci, right? We're gonna have the whole crew, whole community watching with us on Zoom. Um, well, those who are, are who aren't at the game, but we're gonna be good to go. But I just this is a tough one. This is a tough game to win. Um we we've talked about in the past of how because how the Saints have historically have drafted their defensive ends. They're they're big. They they rush with power, not so much speed. That that shit gets like magnified when you're going against a player like Lamar. Yeah, magnified. Um, and I, you know, the, Peyton Turner and Marcus Davenport trying to chase Lamar, man. Like I, uh, oh man. Ooh. I don't know, man. Like that. I don't know, bro. It's a hard, it's a hard watch. I like, can't even, you know. Go ahead. No, nah, I'm just. I could just see it, bro. Like just the ball, right? Doing this little thing and Pink Turner sitting there looking like, uh, <laughs> just smiling. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I I, I'm not even bashing him too much, man. After this game on Sunday, yeah, I, bro. I, 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 I'll, I'll get my. My my shit off on it's my Payne Turner. Used to Payne Turner. Yeah, Payne Turner, bro. He, he, like I said, he got his name back for a week. Um, oh, I was gonna ask you or tell you. Uh I had it and it's gone. Uh, <sighs> I, I I don't have it anymore. Um, it's also the first time, like, kind of underrated storyline. If you want to go back 
and hear me and Ryan talk about how the Saints dynasty didn't happen, just go back and listen to the What Should Have Happened in 2018 draft episode podcast we did a while ago, bro. Because mm. <laughs> yeah. that was the draft. Honestly, and I said it on that podcast back then, and I said it now, as much as the Mahomes thing hurt and, like, it annoyed me and it just, oh, the draft that really potentially, I won't say ruined the Saints, but, like, stopped them from being, like, like to, like, stop their window and shut it closed was the 2018 draft. Mm. Undoubtedly. Because not only do, not only do you, Pass on Lamar, which 31 other teams pass. Well, I don't know, but like I'm get, 31 or so other teams pass on Lamar. But not only do you pass on Lamar, but you give up a first year, first round pick in 2019. Yeah. It, it, it was just the whole trickle down effect of, of kind of how the team is now. Cause now what? Drew's gone. We got Andy Dalton. We, we got James right. Winston. We just like, we like the Broncos. We just like the Broncos. We just like the Colts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. We're not like the Broncos, bro, because the Broncos gave up multiple first-round picks. Thought, thought they was getting the Ferrari. They ended up with the lemon, bro. Like, that's, well, that's, I mean, we, we were trying to. Yes, I was wrong. I was wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Um, but at least – how do I word this? Yes, the Broncos got it wrong, right? And that that trick. Although them trading Bradley Chubb and getting the first round pick mm-hmm. in Miami, like that that negates it, which goes back to like if you're not if you're not gonna play keep if you're not gonna keep and play a player, like at least get something right. for him while you can. Right. Why you wouldn't trade Marcus Davenport, try to get third. Anyway, um but I appreciate the effort and hustle of trying to get the franchise quarterback. It didn't work, right? But I need something more from the Saints than them just trying to get a sexual predator, bro. Like, yeah. can, can we can we can we do something more than trying to go after someone who had who has like twenty seven cases or whatever the number is now, bro? I, I don't even know where it is. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't even be excited. I want you know what I wanted to leave the podcast with, bruh. I wanted to leave the fucking podcast with with the prince that was promised on the practice squad. Couldn't even leave the podcast with Brett Hundley, bruh. Like <laughs> couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Cause the funniest shit ever is that multiple people thought it was like Yeah. Hutley from the Ravens. Like he's not even a free agent. Like what are we I doing? Know. No, he's not a free agent, and you just you, you, that dude not gonna be just sitting there. No, like, what are you talking no. about? No, but the the real the real old heads, as they would fucking say, right? The real old heads who listened way back to the Saint the fucking Saints Saints talk podcast days. Oh my my draft. My my one of my draft crushes, draft base was Brett Hundley. I thought he was the next coming. I just wanted them to draft them, bro. I just wanted it, wanted it. Then they drafted Garrett fucking Grayson in the third round. And you know what? I was wrong to some degree on Brett Hundley. Like, yeah, he he, he didn't he didn't become who I thought he was. But you know what? He ended up being better fucking quarterback than Garrett Grayson, who's out the league at least. <laughs> Brett Hundley can say he's like he has stuck in the NFL, right? Still, he's still in the league, baby. 
still in the league, on the practice squad. Funny thing, he spent like all offseason or something, like half the offseason with the Ravens. So my guess is they're like, hey, hey, Brett, uh, what, what do you <laughs> Offensively, like the formation. Yeah, man. No, I mean, it's (laughs) it's smart. Smart. People are like, well, maybe he's emulating uh, Lamar Jackson for the scout team. Brett Hundley is. No, no. If anything, they are pumping that man for all the information for formations and like all that, which is smart. Smart, smart, smart. But. When I saw that, when you when you saw I saw it in the Discord and you said, oh my my heart just was just, just ooh <laughs> feel, feel, feel good. You're like, oh he's not the he, he's not the answer. No fucking shit. I know I that. Know but you when you get when you have a draft bay, it, it's they they had draft bay forever, bro. They had exactly. draft bay forever. Exactly. You, I will tell you right now, like you you put Jake Locker back in the league. You put him in a, with a good team, bro, and I still believe. Like, just, <laughs> just, just you don't you don't let those draft bays go, man. Now you got draft bay. You got Kevin White on the Saints, bro. It's the same thing. Yeah, same thing, bro. Same thing, bro. <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll be back Monday night recapping the game. If you're a Patreon, um, you know we'll send out the the Zoom link. It will be streaming to YouTube as always. Um, and we'll see what happens on Monday Night Football. But I really do hope, in all sincerity, no bullshit, real talk, I do hope that there got to be some changes made. Medical staff, that has to be changed. I don't, you can't make a lot of changes to a front office like in the middle of the season. But like this dysfunction and just like, just feels like just ineptitude. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the best word I can describe it. Like that shit, just that shit, gotta get fixed, man. And I don't know if yeah. that's from the the president. Like I don't know if that's from Dennis. I don't know who it's from, bro. But like this oh, no. inept, ineptitude of just just trying to like plug plug in a plug to an outlet, bro. And like it's not the right outlet, and you just keep trying. Like some gotta change. Some gotta get fixed. Yeah. Um. Because it's the only way that the, the Saints are gonna, you know, become, you know, hopefully get back to prominence or at least a respectable program again. Also, by the way, before I close out, CD Dudes had another interception tonight for the Eagles. Felt felt the need to <laughs> add that in with our shiny fifth fucking round pick we have for him. Ooh, just um, shiny, the shiny bro. Just just ooh, a fifth, a fifth. Cool. <laughs> Not only did he get an exception tonight, he is leading the league. <laughs> Ryan Smith is leading the league. <laughs> they traded him for a fifth because he said he was a hothead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we'll be back Monday. We appreciate y'all. I'm already like, just I feel like I'm missing my family, bro. Like I just. <laughs> I just need to. I, I need. We need like the the next meetup can't happen soon enough. Um, oh yeah. But we we appreciate everyone, all y'all support for supporting <laughs> us. Um, we'll be back on Monday. Recap the game with that route. Peace.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.